Welcome, 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 welcome. It is I, Tevin Neil Chapo. Friends call me Chapo, and we are back with another episode of Chop Logic, the show where we bring on people from many different walks of life and we quiz them to see what they know, to see if they gonna go with some money. <laughs> I'm working on that. That's we still working on that part of the intro. But we got a special guest in the building today, man. Real special guest, man. My boy, my boy D is in the building. You know what I'm saying? First and foremost, thank you so much. Appreciate man, you coming up, through. Bro? You know what I mean? Yes, Good looks. And you know what I'm saying? Just tell the world, you know what I'm saying, for those who don't know, because I know, you okay. know what I'm saying? We obviously, we here. So, <laughs> right, right, so right, I right. would have an idea. But just tell the world, you know what I'm saying, what is it that you do today? Okay. Well, um, my occupation is a firefighter. Um, just pretty much new. Uh, just got into the career field. I did my uh, about 15 months of recruit school. Wow. Yeah. So that was pretty long. And uh, been out in the field, man, for a few months. So just really learning the ropes and getting settled in. Okay. Okay. So you know what I'm saying? I've been, you know, we've been knowing each other since high school. Man, man. long time. Yeah. Long, long time. And, you know, I just, it's just crazy for me because it's like, you know, you definitely had the charisma to, you know, do, you know, these types of things. But what brought you into that? Because, you know, we all did video. Right. <laughs> so it's like we was all in video Took going crazy. Yeah, so, you know, like, what yeah. made you go from that to this? Um, Or even, you know what I'm saying, even not even to say that you're not doing it no yeah, more. Yeah, but yeah. just, you know, just to put you in there. Yeah, man, I get that question a lot. Um, I would say I've kind of had a love for both things, man. I still love video, still love photography, still love production, man. Still love it with a passion. Um, But I've always had a, like a, Desire, and I don't know if it was from my upbringing, my parents, but I always wanted to, um, like, be in public service. So um, okay. that was always kind of like a passion of mine. I always like helping other people, and um, I think this just gave me an opportunity to kind of, kind of like put a, a few different type of things together. I love like camaraderie. I mean, like you know, we were back yeah. doing video, like we was going crazy. Yeah, man, we <laughs> was it was team. So I was like. And then once I, you know, went to college and did the whole thing, got a, de- a degree, and I got kind of like these positions, and I felt it felt like it was a little bit of the opposite of what I was expecting it to be. Yeah, and I was kind of like wanting more out of certain things, and um, I just found that it was a good fit with the schedule. Um, so I got some flexibility to still be able to kind of satisfy some of my needs and some of my wants at the same time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I do it because. Uh, public service, man. I like to serve people. I love I love to help people, man. If they, if any way I can help somebody, and it's within my, you know, within my means or within my capabilities, I'm always down for it, man. And um, I love the camaraderie, the team aspect of it. You know, getting to know guys because I feel like a major purpose out of life is not just what you can, how much money you can make, man. How much? It's about how you can impact other people around you. Yeah, no doubt, yeah. for sure. You know, so just. Going into just working in public service and everything, well, who were some of your influences that kind of drove that decision or even like the mentors throughout the whole process of getting to this point? Oh, man, that's getting kind of heavy. Most definitely my <laughs> uh, my oldest brother, man, uh, RIP. He passed away uh 2015. He was a police officer for um, Clayton County. Okay. And um, he kind of he kind of even made me know that that was an option because, you know, sometimes you're going through high school, man. And you don't you don't see certain things. So I mean, you know, like firefighters and all that type of stuff, and certain careers exist. 
Yeah. It's like if you don't really see, like, you don't have a family member that does it or you don't have a friend that kind of does it, it's kind of yeah. like, oh, I ain't really looking at that type of thing for me. And uh, I would say he kind of kicked it off, man. He, I remember growing up, he just always wanted to be a police officer. And I was like, nah, man, I'm, I'm into light sports and I'm into different things. I ain't <laughs> thinking about nothing like that. So um, as he got older, and I saw him um, kind of attack those goals and was able to achieve it. And that made it, it made it more like realistic to me. And um, I saw how satisfied, how much satisfaction he got out of, you know, being able to go to work every day, man, calling me after every shift saying, hey, man, we had this happen today, that type of thing. Yeah. That type of <laughs> excitement. Um, so he was definitely, I would say, my biggest influence as, you know, even looking into the career and want to achieve the goal. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. You know, condolences. You know, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. You know, um, what were some of, like, the biggest challenges that you faced, you know, just getting into the field? Uh... Biggest challenges. I would say overall, it took me about about two years, man, to even get into recruit school, I would say. Um, I applied a couple times, didn't hear anything back. I was even considering, yeah, didn't hear anything like a rejection email, a rejection phone call, nothing like her, nothing back. So um, I just started thinking about it from a different approach. I was like, well, maybe if I go and like get some like technical training or something, like maybe if I take the first step. And like get my EMT license or take the first step and get a my firefighting certificate or something like that. Yeah. Maybe that'll kinda open the doors for me to be able to get in and, you know, like, you know, actually get my application looked at. It seemed like it wasn't even getting looked at. So For sure. Um, well, I didn't I didn't do any of that. <laughs> <laughs> I just kept applying and um I ended up applying, man, and recruiter called me back, said, Hey man, we wanna bring you in and take the um uh, take a do a PAT, a physical um, agility test, and then do um, a written exam. And from that point on, man, it just took off. It was just a project. That was that was the beginning of the process. So wait, like usually, do you know if it takes that long for them to reach out, or is it just kind of like? Um, yeah, I've heard, man. I've heard crazy stories, man. I've heard people like processes being as long as. Um, just trying to get on, man. Five years, like a lot of like five few, years. Yeah, like a a few guys. So you would apply, and then five <laughs> years later, you will get hit back, right? I'm not. So I'm not. I'm not sure if it's just like the department's just not like if you just not what they're looking for. They don't, they ain't need to bother just like tell you like you're rejected. Yeah, but I mean, I've heard people applying to places and they getting the call back like years later or. Having to like go to a volunteer service first to get on with like a career department because that's what we're like we're on like we're on a career department but you know a lot of fire services just like volunteer yeah so I mean that was a blessing in itself to even be able to just do that without like having necessarily the college background or um, educational technical training from it and you know they just take you through all that through recruit school okay so you know just how how is recruit school is it like super hard is it just oh like- man. Is it like on some police academy type stuff <laughs> where there's just all types of trickery going on? Um, man, where do you want to start with recruit school, man? It was all right. Take I us look, in from like okay. day one. So like, oh, you come day in one. day one, you don't know what to expect. Okay, you know I'll take so you. So like, just like how did, how was day one, and then going on from that day. Okay, I'll take you. F- I mean, even before right, like before day one, you get the email saying, "All right, you guys, just be prepared for your first day." Make sure you get there early. You're supposed to be there at 7 o'clock. Make sure you get there. Don't be walking in at 6.55. Don't be walking in at 6.57. Like, make a good impression. Yeah. Get there an hour early. Of course, we had some people that 
It's gonna show up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, but you get the email, man, saying that um just be prepared, uh dress business casual. Um, make sure you don't have any facial hair, which was a big like I almost didn't want to take the job because of that, man. The baby face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, I at least need a mustache or something, man. But we um you get that email, man, you pumped up, you excited. Cause you want to meet the other guys and see who's else, who else gonna be in the class, who else want to kind of like take that same journey, got the same type of mindset, want to do the same thing. Yeah. Um. So, but man, the first day was, I mean, it was like a run of the mill. Just you get the big, you get the cheese, deputy cheese come down. You know, the big wheels come down and give you the speech about look to your left, look to your right. Only one of you guys will be here by the end of the process. That uh, type of thing. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, but I'd be damned if they went right. But, <laughs> <laughs> so. But yeah, man, it was the run of the mill, kind of like, you know, first day on the job. You meet you, you meet the the new people you're gonna be dealing with. You meet the big wigs and um, get your books. You kind of they kind of take you through what to expect from the journey and um, see if you built for it, man. Wow. Okay. Yep. Cool. I mean, so when they did that whole, you know, look to your left, look to your right. Mm-hmm. So how many people started versus how many people finished? Uh, I think our class officially started with I think thirty nine. 39 individuals. Um, okay. So that was, it was 38, 38 guys and one girl. Or one woman, per se. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. You know, we got a new culture nowadays. You know, gotta- <laughs> I almost call a Bible girl. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, it's, yeah, we started out with 39 of us, man, I, and we graduated with uh, 15. Wow. Yeah, we graduated with 15. Um, so we started with the uh, EMS portion first. So that was getting our um, EMT license, our EMTB license, and our uh, advanced EMT license. And then once we uh, acquired those certificates, we then went to um, like fire the actual fire training academy. So okay. once we got to the training academy, I think we added four more guys from what we brought from um, EMS school, per se. Mm. And... Um, yeah, man, we graduated with, with 15 people. Man, was it just that hard or was it people just not applying themselves like that? Uh, I think a little bit of both, man. Okay. I think just like with, with anything you kind of try or um, you want to kind of do, you see some guys who kind of, you can kind of size up and say, yeah, yeah, you probably ain't going to make it. But <laughs> <laughs> just based off of, you know, just based off of attitude and based off of, you know, dedication to certain stuff, whether you're willing to put the extra time in. Because, I mean, I mean, we we've all I think went through class and seen some things that man I I've never seen anything like this before, and I have to kind of learn it in a matter of two or three days. Yeah, um, and it's kind of like, well, what do you what do you do in that situation? Are you a person that's kind of going to like complain and say, well, I don't have enough time for it to be able to, to be able to master it or be able to get through? Or are you going to spend that extra hour, a couple hours a day to kind of you know make sure you understand it and make sure you can pass the test or make sure you can perform a certain skill. But um, yeah, I would say a little. I would say it was a little bit of both, a little bit of mindset. And I mean, I won't. I won't lie to you. It was it was one of the most challenging things I've ever done um, in my life from a from a mental standpoint and a physical standpoint, especially when you get down to um, the actual training academy. So yeah, I was actually I was just about to ask you know in terms of just like some of the biggest challenges that you faced you know and um, you kind of like spoke on it, but kind of just dive a little bit deeper if you can. Okay. Like just some of the challenges that you faced just. In the role, whether it been in training, whether it been you know once you finish training, mm-hmm. or just even like just mental, you know the toll on your okay. You know, 
work life balance, you know, anything. Yeah. What was the biggest challenge? Yeah. Ooh, the the biggest I'll give you the biggest challenge for each. Um so I would I would say the biggest challenge for um the EMS portion was um the amount of material, man. The amount of material that you had to learn in a given uh, week or a given couple of days. Sometimes we would have two tests a week. So in a five day span, you can expect the two eighty to one hundred question tests. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> two eighty to a hundred question tests. Is yeah. it multiple choice? Yeah, they're they're multiple choice. Okay. Yeah, so that still, helps, that's um, a lot of questions. Yeah, man, that's a lot of yeah, so you might might learn a new topic coming in that week on Monday and then you have to test on that Wednesday and it might be eighty question test, hundred question test, and then you take the you take the test that Wednesday and the second half of that day. You learn new material and you test Friday. You might take a test Friday afternoon. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. um, whoa. And this is it. And this is like this is like anatomy stuff, like human anatomy. Um, Science. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. So it's like uh, physiology, how your body react to certain things and uh, certain drugs. Yeah, man. It was. That's what I was about to say. I can't. It was it was challenging, man. It wasn't. It was some guys that you knew that was like, ah, you just ain't really putting the time in. But I mean, I saw. I've encountered a few guys that did put the time in, and it's it's just it's just a lot, man. It's a not it's a lot to take in 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 a, in a short amount of time. So I would say that was the biggest challenge for um for the EMS portion, um for the fire portion, for the fire training portion. It was uh, I mean, they just, I mean, physically, man, physically and mentally. It's just a different challenge, man. I haven't I haven't encountered anything like that um, ever in my life. Um, I mean, we had guys that were um, like armed forces, like military and stuff, and yeah. I mean, they were they were going through it, man. Like For everybody kind of had they had their days where it's like, damn, do I really want to be doing this? Is this a, is this really man, is this what? really is this really what it takes to be able to do it? Um, but just physically, man, just. Um, I mean, we had a, a few tasks we had to do. Um, I mean, some guys were afraid of heights. Some guys were um, confined space. I thought confined space was a really tough one. Um, we had to be able to maneuver with all our gear on, um, blind, like kind of like blindfolded, take our pack off, our uh, breathing apparatus, and, and push it through a tube like you're going through like a like a like an underground. Like I want to say, where it's, it was probably similar to like uh, you know how you have. Um, sewers down like outside and stuff like that yeah. you're supposed to uh, kind of like mimic a manhole a little bit okay and uh you're supposed to be able to maneuver through that man and keep keep your mask on make sure you um got your face piece clicked in and everything like that and be able to get through it man and not run out of air and not panic when you in there man like you get some bigger guys in there and nah they got I'm, a tough time man i might panic i ain't gonna <laughs> sound like i mean yeah even with just the gear like just know i mean we had guys freak out with just putting on the actual face piece because i mean guys get down there they ask you if you're claustrophobic nobody raised their hand and then when you get down there you see some you see some people that's i mean you can't even they can't even wear the face piece man so man. yeah wow yeah <laughs> I, I couldn't you lost me at 100 questions quick, bro. <laughs> i'm that's that's when i would have left that day yeah man man what okay that's yeah. so you finally you get through all the training, mm-hmm. you know, 
some of the toughest experiences of your life mm -hmm. and you get to work with you know get the camaraderie that you've been you know looking for right, so right, right, right. in terms of just like a teammate you know like what what kind of teammate did you look for or do you look for in this current role um yeah well just to describe my position a little bit um i'm i'm with a um i'm at a single engine uh company so that means um at our station it's just a um it's just a captain a driver and you will have a tailboard the two or two tailboards and i'm a tailboard um so um, when you're just looking for, I mean, out of a captain, I'm just looking for just solid leadership, man. Somebody who has kind of like a, a open door policy or somebody that's um, not too relaxed, you know, kind of wants to take that initiative to say, hey, come, let me show you this. Yeah. Or we on the scene or we're at a call and just pay attention the next time when we get this call. Be mindful of this or, you know, such and such. Um, so just somebody, man, who's who's willing to share their experience, man. You get you get in get to a station to get to a house and. I mean, you might have fifty years worth of experience between your captain and your driver. That's that's a that's a that's lot a of lot. experience, that's a hell man. Of a lot. And I'm a few months in. It's like, man, I need to be trying to soak up as much as I can for you guys because y'all about ready to hit the door and get up out of here. Nah, for sure. So yeah, um, just somebody who's willing to um, share their experiences, man. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not. I don't get kind of like rattled by you know if you like a rookie coming out, guys want to kind of. Um, you the butt of the jokes, that type of thing. Uh, I'm not really like really phased by any of that. As long as you're giving me some good information, um, I can pretty much uh, get along with pretty much anybody. I'm pretty a pretty chill guy. So yeah, for sure. Well, you know, yeah. I already know. You know, what I'm saying? You just want <laughs> the air is one of the coolest, most level headedest people <laughs> that you will ever meet. You know what I mean? So you know that's as much respect. So I definitely understand it, that. But you know, just in the time that you've been working so far, like what is the craziest thing that you've seen? Uh, craziest thing. Uh, let me see. Something just stupid, wild. You was just like, "What?" Oh, oh, I got one for you. <laughs> um, y'all, y'all know the show uh, Hoarders, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, all right, I don't even know where this is going. <laughs> okay, so we get, a, man, we get a call. We get a. Um, I think it was a. I can't remember. I think it was just a general seek or might might have been a wellness check call. Um, so we get dispatched to that like a person down. And we go to you know, it's a we we have our fair share of a nursing home and uh healthcare facilities in our territory for our station. And um so we go to the place we 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 kind of we're in there a lot so we're familiar with it. And um we go up to the room, uh, go up to the unit. And um, we can't get in the door, so we knock on the door. Nobody comes to the door. And um, we go back down to the front desk, say, hey, this, like, we got a call for this door, blah, 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 blah. What's the, do you have the uh, residents, like, contact information? So um, she gave all the, she gave us that stuff, and we end up getting in, um, into contact with the guy. And uh, so we end up gaining access to his, uh, to the room that the person was supposed to be in. And uh, it was, I mean, it was about, it wasn't even, the apartment was about as big as just this room is. And like the whole apartment. And uh, I think he had, he had at least 20 American flags in there. And oh, he had shit. the first, the, the first, <laughs> <laughs> the first thing you see when you, when you walked in was a, it was like a, you know how people used to have uh, clothes lines like outside? Yeah. Like used to hang clothes outside. Yeah. He had that wire literally running from the front door 
like to a closet, back across to the kitchen, back across to the living space, back across to the bedroom, back to the bathroom. Like he just had like a a line, like a just line to... just coming through the house, right? So that was the first thing that he had like a bunch of flags and a bunch of clothes like hanging on it. And um, I mean, the place was just like unbelievable, like un- unbelievable, man. It was so like dirty, like you could. I mean, it's just like books and like old pizza boxes, uh, <laughs> soda cans, soda bottles, anything you can imagine, man, was literally just stacked on top of each other. Like it was it was even the only thing you could really do is it was a walk. It was like a pathway for you to walk through. Just one singular path. It was one. Sing- yeah. Well, one was, at a time. One singular path. <laughs> People can walk through. You can walk through and you can back out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sure if it was enough space for you to turn around and actually you walk You got to literally just step back. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, and I was like, well, how, I was like, how can somebody uh, be a man down to this? He don't, he don't have nowhere to fall. No, or he don't have nowhere to like pass out or be sick. It's just like no, it's not even enough room for that to happen. <laughs> no room for movement. <laughs> like, at all. like as soon as we get in, but I mean, we do our due diligence and we check, you know, make sure nobody's in there, nothing's in there. Um, but yeah, that call, man, that was I've like on a scale of one to ten of like some some places I've been in. Uh, that was definitely a ten, man. That place was like was like dirty and it was just. It was just junk and stuff piled on top of everything. That was that was a call that stood out. Uh, another call um, was kind of like on a more serious note. Uh, a guy had a well, we think the guy suffered a cardiac arrest. So the guy, the call came wow. in. Yeah, the the, uh, the call came in as a uh, as a uh, person hit by an automobile. So we thinking a pedestrian. Are right, we gonna go and see somebody got hit by a car or whatever? We gonna yeah, you know, go out and help him. Yeah. Right. And um, as we're getting there, we get an update on the call and they're saying, um, well, now it's a this person is in cardiac arrest now. So we're like, okay, we go, we get there, we're gonna have to work, like really work. Nah, for real. <laughs> so That's crazy. Uh, we get there, we have to we're gonna have to really work. And uh, by the time we got there, we got another update that said that the that the end of the patient's uh wife ran him over with the car, with the car. So we get there. And I'm like, all right, yo, this scene probably gonna be a little chaotic when we get there, cause just that's just, maybe a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we get there, and it's kind of like it's kind of like the opposite. Like we get there, and it's like, I mean, his neighbors there, and it's the the patient's wife, and um. So wait, so we, she hit him and stayed. Right. Yeah. So it was. So I. Expl- <laughs> it, it'll make sense as I explain. Okay. Like, go ahead. Go ahead. You're, you're, go ahead. Like, you're on the same path that I was on while I'm. Ryan in the back on the comm like, okay, all right. That's why I'm like, this should be like, I'm expecting the people to be like this at each other, like just going back and yeah, forth, going like crazy. PD to be out there, right? <laughs> like, what are we going crazy, right? So, um, we get there, and um, I mean, the guy's on the ground, and he's um, uh, I would I, I would make a good estimation to say he's dead already, because he's pretty blue, like he's he's cold as ice, like he's he's dead. But we do our due diligence and we work him, you know, do compressions and do everything we can to try to get them back. Um, but we, uh, you know, after you get through, uh, you kind of examine the guy and you see that um, the what what we were reported to come out for is not consistent with what, what we saw with his body. Like, you, if somebody gets ran over or get hit by a car, you're going to see some type of compression injury. I mean, you might see a time yeah. mark somewhere. Yeah, like some you see, mark, something. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. So none of that was present. So, um, 
I think I think what happened was the guy, um, the lady said that she went to church, and then she came back, and uh, her uh, her husband didn't go with her, and um, she came back, and as she was pulling into the driveway, it was like on a little incline, and she said she felt like she ran over something, like she bumped into something. So I think she just kind of like probably bumped into him and felt like I don't think she actually ran him over, but I think he was already dead. I think he had a heart attack. I think he had a, went into cardiac arrest. And was probably yeah. dead a few minutes out, like a good amount of time before she got there, and she thought she hit him. And wow, yeah, it was really, it was really <laughs> strange, man. That was the that's why I said that was that one was a strange one too, man. Man, that sounds like an episode of CSI. Yeah, so you, oh, you already know once we, you know, once we do our life saving measures and everything, um, yeah, that's a crime scene. Nah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so man. don't touch like it. We get our equipment, but don't touch nothing else. Yeah. It was strange, man. So, man, that is that would been trippy. I would have been, I would have been wigging out yeah. seeing all that happen, man. Yeah. Wow. Woo. Hey, you better than me, man. <laughs> <laughs> you better than me. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm early in. I've seen the, I mean, I've seen my fair share of different things, but I mean, you know, it's nothing compared to somebody who's twenty years, twenty five years into. Oh yeah, I already know. They done seen the world and back. Right, 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 right. So. Man, sometimes yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Sometimes I'm not. So, hey, you know it's it's a it's a dynamic at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, of course, you're gonna see a lot of crazier things. Oh yeah, yeah. But you know, wow. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's part of the duty. So yeah. Hey, so I mean, in terms of just like with everything that you got going on, you know, how do you manage a work life balance? Um, at this point, I'm still I'm still trying to figure it out. I'll be completely honest with you, man, because it's it's uh it's just different. It's different than any other career or job I've had. Um, being it being having to be on call and away from home for twenty four hours. I mean, you get forty eight hours. You get the next two days off, but um, I mean, for those twenty four hours, you're pretty much dedicated to whatever your occupation, whatever your task is going to be. So um, I'm still trying to figure it out, man. I'm still trying to figure out the the financial side of it. I'm still trying to figure out, okay, do I have enough time to dedicate this to something else? Or do I want to use that time to decompress? And, you know, just trying to figure out whatever um, whatever measures I need to take to make sure I'm okay. to even Yeah, for it. sure. Mental health and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah ab- absolutely, man. So just uh, I'm still trying to figure it out. It's going well so far, man. I like to kind of like work out in my spare time or um, kind of like read and stuff to kind of, I mean, the best probably piece of advice I've gotten so far was um, once you leave, once you leave the station, once you leave the house, leave the job there. Don't try your best not to take any of that back home with you to your spouse, yeah, to your family and anything like that, man. So I'm trying to, I'm, I'm really trying to heed to that and uh, trying to stay the course with that and just, cause you know, if you can, it can that can be a weight. Um, that can be a weight on somebody else if you always coming home and you always dragging yeah, your work yeah, with you. Like, oh, yeah, you don't believe what I just right, said. Right, oh, like, man, don't nobody want to hear about no dead body you saw or no. Yeah, nah, man. Yeah, <laughs> some people might, but it's like when it's every day. Yeah, that's kind of like, like come on yeah, now. man. So, um, just trying to make sure I stay stay on top of that, and um, but I'm I'm definitely trying to figure it out, man. But I, I don't have any really complaints right now so far about it. Just. Just feeling it out, man. I feel you. I feel yeah. you. So, you know, like, what was the last book that you read? Speaking of. Uh, the last book I read was 
Mm, I'm reading. Uh, y'all heard of the two percent way? Yeah. Uh, with uh, Myra uh, Rowe, yeah. the guy who played. Yeah, yeah. So I'm um uh, I'm in the middle of that book right now, man. Um, I thought that was. Uh, I heard his story and I thought it was pretty exceptional. Not, so, <laughs> yeah, for real, it is. <laughs> yeah. So um, I was like, damn, I'm, let me get a little bit of what he got and see, <laughs> see if I can translate that into you know my life some type of way and you know the others around me. But um, yeah, that's what I'm on right now. Okay, yeah, that's what's yeah, up. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. You know, so when when you are at the station, you know, what mm-hmm. does a typical day to day look like? You know, if nothing is really crazy popping off, there's no real emergencies. Like okay. you just, you know, you're on call, so you know yeah. you got the 24 hours that you got to, you know, right. at least you know be ready for something to happen. But uh-huh. you know, what does that day look like? Even if something doesn't pop off. Um. Well, in the, in the particular department we in, um, it's you, it's rare that you kind of get it extended periods of downtime because you just really yeah man you get you get your ass handed to you like you <laughs> like <laughs> like you like bro you getting work bro like you you might get you might catch two hours of like a two hour block might be lucky but um you working man like you would think you have a lot of and I would assume you know some departments do get that like downtime to where all right we probably gonna have a four hour block or where we could like do some additional training or do something else. Or if you want to take uh, online classes to help you get uh, get closer to getting your certifications for whatever you're trying to do, you yeah. know, to advance your career or whatever. Um, I know when we do have downtime, that's what I kind of spend a lot of my time doing, trying to make sure I have my, um, my um, like what they call my paperwork in order. Yeah. To kind of, uh, so when I'm ready to, for a promotion, I can kind of already have all that stuff in order, and I won't I won't be rushing and saying that. Oh, let me hurry up and try to take this class or make sure um, I get approved for this, so I can just already have it ready, like ready and good to go. So when it comes okay. around for promotion time, you already I'm already ready in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But downtime, uh, that's what I usually do. Uh, we got a gym there. Well, it's kind of like a makeshift gym, but you know, it's some weights. Okay, so yeah, like a little exercise. weight room. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you can exercise, um, you know, stuff like that. I'm uh, being that I'm just like getting into it. You really don't want to be caught like kind of just sitting on your ass and like, like you, the driver or the captain, been there twenty years. You in the recliner with them, watching TV and shit. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You don't want <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to. You don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to be caught like that, man. Your, your name will get around the department pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah I bet you'll be, be that guy. So, nah, man, just making sure you always working and staying busy, man. It, it kind of really is. You would think it's a long time, and it's not. Well, what can you do for twenty four hours? Like, but it actually is something always to do when when you're this early in your career. Okay, I feel that. You know, so in terms of you know being at this point now, I know you're still fresh into it. But anybody who you know want to walk in your footsteps, who's been thinking about it, you know, what I'm saying doing like public service and maybe. Yeah. Been on the fence about it, and maybe just you know, kind of trying to get a feel of life. Like any advice that you can give them, um, I would, man, I would definitely encourage it for um, for guys or any you know anybody who wants to come like do it after like high school. Um, I think it could be a really, it could be a really, a really good path, man. You could do, you can like get a good retirement or decent retirement. And uh, still have a lot of your life left to live. So, I mean, you could put 25 years in, 30 years in. Just say you start at 20, man. You can retire at 50. Mm. And it's like, man, you got a you got a lot of life left to live after that, man. So, it's like. Facts. Yeah, it's like you can. 
I mean, I know some people who work today sitting there in their 70s still working. Like, that you know what I'm saying? Like, ridiculous. Man, so, yeah. <laughs> and you still working, man. So, um, and I think it's, it's not suited for every, for everybody, but somebody who's willing to kind of, um, who's willing to work, who's willing to listen. Um, I think it could be, I could think it could be a really good career in particular, like for, like I say, um, individuals coming out of high school, you like, you might be thinking college, the college thing's not for me. Um, cause it's not really for everybody. No, for sure. Yeah. So, um, is I would definitely consider it, man. It's a, it's exciting. Um, if you come from like a sports background, if you come from anything, you like to do uh, any athletic activities, play ball or whatever, like it's, it can kind of, you can transition that into that type of, this type of career, man, I would say. I think it would be kind of seamless. Okay, cool. Yeah, because yeah, I remember in high school, it was like every coach, every teacher would tell you, like, either you need to go to college or you need to go to the military. That's <laughs> so it was like, those are the only two. That was options. it, man. You that know what I mean? Man. So, you know, it's good to like that you're telling people that because, you know, that's always an option that people don't yeah. think about. People don't, I think that the perception of public service is like, oh, you could be, you're going to be. 12 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> basically yeah, you're right, 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 you right. going to be working a desk job that you don't like you feel what I'm saying but there's so many different opportunities out there that yeah. we just we don't never think about Yeah, you know what I mean so it's dope that you were able to you know just shed some light on to that you know um, this will be my last question before we get into the trivia okay where do you see yourself in five years and it could be you know uh, personal professional just you know however you want to answer it um, I do professional. Um, five years, man. I'm looking to be. I'm looking to be having a paramedic certification. Uh, I get specific. Having a paramedic certification. Crazy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having a hazmat certification. Dope. Okay. Uh, think I want to go for technical rescue as well. And uh, being able to drive the engine, man. Being able to drive the engine, the truck, and the quint. So. Yeah, I, was, I know I got kind of technical there. But. <laughs> nah, nah, that's what yeah. I asked. You know what I'm saying? That's what we're here for, for sure. Keep but going. yeah, man, just being able to, man, have my certifications in order, man, so where I can, like, I can be useful. Yeah, diverse. <laughs> and like and everything. Yeah, you right, can. right, man, exactly. So somebody paying for it, man, why not? I mean, you're getting paid. You're getting training that's paid for, man. I'm trying to, I'm trying to use every dollar of it. Nah, <laughs> I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. you yeah, know, most definitely. That's what's up, man. Definitely, you know, hey, get all the certification, especially the free education. It's not a lot of it out here. <laughs> it's not yeah, a lot know, of it out here know. for real. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. We already know. We already been in the institution. Yeah. <laughs> we already know how that looks. Institutionalized. <laughs> like a mug, man. So yeah. yeah, definitely get out there, get them certifications, man. Yeah. For sure. You know, I always believe in you. You know what I mean? Like I, I said, appreciate you that, the most coolest cat, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no matter what the fire going on. You know, so <laughs> No, I ain't worried about it. <laughs> I, I ain't worried that. about it at all, man. But all right, so look, the fun part now. Let's right, let's cool, get into cool, it. Cool, cool, cool. So look, oh for five, oh for five, oh for five. That's crazy. He already projecting it. So look, this is how we do it. If you haven't seen it, you get five questions. Each question you get right, you get five dollars. Each question you get wrong, you get nothing at all. You dig what I'm saying? It's just that simple. So you know what I'm saying? I project that you can get five right. You projecting that you're going to get all five wrong. Maybe we'll just meet in the middle somehow. <laughs> but we're going to see. So, you know, don't worry. It's no pressure. Like I said, the worst case scenario, you just end up 
how you are right now. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not. Walk out with what I came in Walk, with. Exactly. Walk out with what you came in with. So, you know, it's nothing yeah. too crazy at all. So let's go ahead and get into it. Question number one. I don't know if this is a hard question. I don't know if any of this is going to be hard questions. I told you before we started recording. So question number one. What's the name of the tool a firefighter might use to break a window or to probe walls and ceilings for hidden fires? So for a hidden fire, what's the name of the tool a firefighter might use to break a window or to probe walls and ceilings? A uh, pipe pole. All right. So it's a multiple choice. So oh, so the answer choices are a pipe pole. <laughs> B toss a life, C a fire hammer. So you, so that's your final answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna stick with pipe pole. You gonna stick with that? All right. Well, congratulations. It was correct. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. I thought we was. I thought we was. Nah, nah, nah. You, I mean, you answered quick as hell. Blank. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to you. quick as shit. All right, I wasn't even didn't even think about it or nothing. All right. <laughs> All right, this is gonna be one of those episodes. All right, <laughs> um, oh uh, yeah, quite um, pike poles have been in use for many years in firefighting, uh, especially just a long pole. Essentially, just a long pole with a spiked hook on the end, which is useful for tearing walls down to prevent the spread of fire. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. So that was question one. <laughs> Damn, all right, you doing, like I said, man, you might get all five of these right, bro. That was quick as hell how you just did that. <laughs> that was a little too quick. You didn't think, you didn't hesitate or nothing, bro. That's that firefighter instinct right there. <laughs> Question number two. All right, three in five deaths occur in homes due to what? Oh, excuse me. Three in five fire deaths occur in homes due to what? Is it A, inadequate exit strategy, B, arson, C missing or inoperative smoke alarms or D grease fires. Uh, I'm gonna go with C. That's missing. your final answer. Missing or yeah. inoperative smoke yeah, alarms. I'm gonna, with, I'm gonna go with smoke alarm. All right, and it's correct again. Ah, uh, this is <laughs> wonderful. Yes, forty percent of fire deaths occur in homes that have no fire alarm, while the other seventeen percent of homes that have smoke alarms aren't simply working. So check yeah. your check your smoke alarms at the house, people. Most definitely. You know what I mean? Two and oh already. This is the, all right, we going through this quick as hell. Wow. Usually this is like, oh, two let me think about gallon. it. That's a little bit of gas right there. Yeah, it's a two, little bit. two gallons. And I just took me $90 for you look. Boy, oh. don't even get me started, man. <laughs> all right, my bad. Don't even get me started, man. Gas is ridiculous out here, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? Sorry. All right. Okay. Moving on. Question number three. All right, how many classifications of buildings are there based on the fire resistance of their construction materials? Five. Is it A, four, <laughs> B, five, C, six, or D, seven? So, five. Five. <laughs> that's the final answer. Oh my God, bruh. <laughs> Yeah, that was right. Nah, <laughs> hey, man, since you my partner, I might, I might give you a discount. Nah, nah, you good, bro. You good. Here at Top Logic, man, we honor every question that's correct. You feel what I'm saying? Even, <laughs> even if it may be begrudgingly, we still honor it. You feel what I'm saying? No discounts, no nah, nothing, bro. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't even. 
I wouldn't even do you like that, man. <laughs> you know. But wow, three and zero, man. I told you, bro. You already on. You already on your way. <laughs> you already on your way to taking all my money. All right. And question number four. <laughs> All right, how often do fire departments in America respond to a call? Is it A, every 13 minutes, B, every three minutes, C, every 10 minutes, or D, every 24 seconds? How many, how often do fire departments in America respond to a call? A, every 13 Uh, minutes. I'm going to go with three minutes. Three minutes? Yeah. So that's B, every three minutes. I'm going to go with three minutes. That's your final answer? Yeah, that's my final answer. It's incorrect. Nah. Thank the Lord. I ain't that happy. But yes, D every 24 seconds. 24, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, that's crazy. Yeah, I would. <laughs> if I took a test, I would have. That, that was one of the questions I would have skipped. I'm like, let me come back to that one. Let me think about it. Yeah, I, yeah, I would have never thought that too because I thought it was three minutes too. Yeah, that's I a lot. That's a lot, man. 24 that's seconds. I'm like, that's like, bro, that's like four calls a minute, bro. Yeah, boy. Hey, yeah, I be That's like work. two calls a minute. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, I do the math. Yeah, bro. I'm like, that's wild. Yeah, sidebar, like, when I'm at work and I'm looking at, like, the dispatch system, that makes sense, though. Because, I mean, we have to we have to log out a lot of calls in a book. And, wow. um, Yeah, like in the... I just write like it down. Big, like it a big-ass book. Yeah, yeah. Like, write wow. this down, flip the paper. This your shift. This your... Like these, I mean, it's the it's the call number, yeah, that type of thing. And um, yeah, man, we the numbers are like they do change that quickly. So twenty four seconds does make sense. Like we could be just use an example. We might get a call. We might be four four five, and we get a call an hour later. It could be in the six hundreds. It can be six three two. Wow. So wow, that's pretty consistent with. Yeah. Ooh, hey man, you better than me. I told you. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that, man. All right, so it's the last question. You already got three of the four right. You on the roll. You feel what I'm saying? All right, all right, cool, cool. You know what I'm saying? We might as well start up, finish out strong. You feel what I'm saying? So last question, number five. The name FM200 doesn't tell you much about what this product firefighters use is, but what is it? I don't even know if I want to give you the. Answer choices. <laughs> you want, all right. Oh, oh, now you want the choices. I need the answer choices. Now he wants the choices. FN right. two hundred. So the name FN two hundred doesn't tell you much about what this product does for firefighters. What is it? Is it A a chemical fire suppressant? Is it B a breathing mask? C a type of hose? Or D the call sign for an aerial fire apparatus? FN FN two hundred. FN slash two hundred. I'm gonna have to get. So again, A, a fire, A, a chemical fire suppressant, B, a breathing mask, C, a type of hose, or D, the call sign for an aerial fire apparatus. I'm going to go A. That's your final answer. Let me look at you. (laughs) (laughs) Don't look at me. If you look a little too happy to hit the button, that means I got it wrong. Nah, nah, nah. I'm indifferent, highly indifferent at this point. Uh, I'm gonna go with A, man. That's your final answer. Yeah, it was correct. So oh, you, was, <laughs> you, got, you guessed that correct. Yeah, shout out to you, dog. Shout out to you. Can I hold on? What's which one is it? I'm trying to remember. Which, yep, we can use this one now. <laughs> Four out of five. Yeah, the FM 200 is a 
halo carbon chemical fire suppressant is also known by the incredibly unwieldy name boy i'm not even saying that one one three two three three hapalofluoropropane <laughs> is used for fires that can't be exposed to wire for safety reasons okay wow Ah, well, you just taught me something, man. I appreciate that, at least. Hey, you know, that's what we're here for. You know what I'm saying? We're here to teach the world, you know what I'm saying, one step at a time. You know, that's what we do at Chop Logic. But, yeah, man, hey, four out of five, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's probably, that's the best score we done ever had. Oh, for real? (laughs) That's the best we've ever had. You know what I mean? I get a picture on the wall or something. Man, I don't know. I take it 20. I'll take it 20. You know what I'm saying? I think 20 is enough (laughs) of a win. Yeah, 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 yeah. You walk away with twenty dollars, you know what I'm saying? I think yeah. what was the most before this? Like what three? Yeah, it was like fifty. Yeah, so you know, three out of five, and then we got four out of five. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's most raise, people let's raise the bar like, a little bit. All right. All right. You raise the bar. Hey, so you come on chop logic. You gotta get at least four right, man. You yes, know, Darren done set the tone. So yeah. you you gotta you gotta you gotta win this money, man. Come on now, it's here for you. <laughs> you gotta come and get it. Put your name on it. <laughs> But, you know, dear, I appreciate you again for man. coming through, my boy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know man. if you got anything to promote, I know you don't be on the socials like that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. if man. you got anything you want to promote right now, you know what I'm saying, feel free to do so. Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, check out the podcast, man. Stay tuned, man. It's some good content, man. Yeah, for like sure, that. man. You know, please be sure to check out Chop Logic Podcast, you know what I'm saying, on all platforms. Uh, please be sure to like, subscribe, like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. Um, follow us on Instagram, Chop Logic Podcast. Follow me on Instagram, um, Tevin L. Chapo. Uh, friends call me Chop, you know. And uh, you know, don't forget to follow the crew as well. You know, we got Javane Stewart. Uh, we got my boy. We got my boy Exclusive. We got my boy Shaq on the track. Uh, Langston, who also deleted his social media too, but shout out to him. <laughs> and um, yeah, man, you know, appreciate you again for coming through, it, man. taking my money, man. You know what I'm saying? And just much respect to you. Thank you for your service in our community. Man, you know what I'm saying? We don't have enough. We don't have enough people willing to do that. You know what I'm saying? So it's just always just big ups to you and just big respect for even just being able to do that. I appreciate you know what it, I mean. So you know, we always appreciate you. Always a friend of the show, so feel free to man. come down. You know what I'm saying? Maybe man, we can do man. this again. Yeah, man. Just <laughs> let me know, man. I'll find some harder questions next time. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, hey, you know, my name is Tevin El Chapo. Friends call me Chop. This right here is Chop Logic. And we out of here. That's it. Catch y'all next time. Much love.